Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you're all having a good day out there today. Today, we're talking origin stories. Talking the idea of more food. Get that chow down. So, that today I'd uh, share a couple of stories, a couple of examples of kind of what some highlights throughout my lineage, throughout my time, about what made me me, about where my kind of appetite, my desire, uh, my nutritional experiences came from. So, we're going to take it from kind of present day and rewind backwards here. So back in the day in college, um, especially uh, sophomore year, I had a friend of mine. He was, I know this was a late freshman year, three years my senior. Um, so he was a senior. Uh, he's getting started in the physical therapy graduate program. And he wanted to take me under his wing a little bit. Teach me how to really work out, teach me how to lift, teach me how to transform my body a little bit. I was coming into college fit kind of a little bit scrawny, around 165 or so, 165, maybe flirting with 170, and so we were talking, I was getting on his program, working out with him, he's like, dude, for this to work, you gotta eat a lot of food, I said, okay, he said, no, you gotta, you gotta eat healthy, but you gotta eat a lot, like a lot, a lot, and like he was trying to like get this point hammered down to me, I just said, okay, I got you, Paul, and then like he was trying to reinforce again, I'm like, dude, we're good. And I ate. I ate healthy. I ate a lot of food. It was a lot of volume. <laughs> there were moments when my body was getting used to that. Where uh, I might have been training my gag reflex a little bit. Just trying to stomach down all that food. Uh, for it being nutrient dense but still high in calories. Throughout the day and eating frequently. I was on that every three hour diet. But I just made that for myself. I knew. I knew what it took, um, and I've been eating very intentionally before, so it's just intentional for another purpose. And then, and you know, he when he eventually saw me, he's like, "Yeah, dude, I don't got to worry about crap." Now, rewinding further back to late junior year of high school, I was fat, I was overweight, was chilling at about 190, 192. I got some, you know extra baby chub on me, that's for sure. And I was somewhat athletic. I, I like sports, I'll put it that way. I was on some teams, I was competitive. But up until that point, I didn't necessarily work out for the sake of getting stronger, better, faster, quicker during the season. Or even in between seasons for that matter. I didn't really do it aside from being in practice. Right? Outside of practice, I wouldn't put in the work at all. I'd be lazy, whatever. In practice, I'd hustle to my capacity. And so one day I just decided I'm tired of being fat. So I reinvented my diet. I, um, which again was a big change for me at that time. I went to eating a lot more clean, a lot more healthy. Cut out all soda because I was having that back then, which is crazy for me to think about at this point. I was probably popping two cans a day. And so cut all that out, just replaced that with a ton of water, having like a gallon and a half of water a day. Um, eating a lot of good food. Um, good nutrient dense food cutting myself down to like 
2,300 calories, 20, 2,200 calories a day. So a big step down. And that's when I went from 190, kind of chubby overweight, to hitting 165 throughout a period of probably about six months and putting on a good amount of muscle and strength by putting in a lot more dedication in the gym too. And then we're gonna rewind even further here, right? So I got my appetite from my Uncle Joe and he was a rugged man from New Hampshire, kind of a little bit up in the wilderness area. And I love that, right? I love growing up in New Hampshire, reconnecting with family up there and everything. But this dude could eat. I mean, he just, he chowed down. He was eating all the time. I mean, he eating a lot. I mean, family gatherings, right? He'd have a huge, big old plate, then get another one. I just remember, I'm like, damn. That's some good stuff right there. Um, it was never a competition or anything, but it's like, hey, I got, I got an appetite too. I can get behind this. Uh, so as I was getting closer to surpassing him, and I eventually did, um, just as I hope somebody eventually surpasses me, not necessarily for their sake, but for my sake, right? Um, I was speeding up fast, he was slowing down just a little. Well, the reason behind I got it from him and not my parents directly was, one, my dad didn't eat that as much, but then two, more importantly, both Michael, Joe, and I were born in the year of the pig, so that's absolutely where we got our appetite from. Now, one last story to understand where the appetite of Nick Davis really started, at least as far as the food side of things. Now, I don't remember any of this, so this is all story and speculation, but knowing my mother, she's not making any of this up. When I was two, I had these old tonsils removed out of my mouth, and I was not a happy camper. I feel bad for my parents. I was probably crying and screaming and in pain, whatever. And it was after surgery. It was like four days after surgery. Hadn't eaten a damn thing up to that point. Hadn't drinking anything either. And, you know, mom was starting to get worried a little bit. Day five hit. No food, no drink. She's calling the nurse, calling the doctor, being like, hey, my kid's not eating. And they're like, yeah, you got to give him to eat. And she's like, yeah, no crap. I got to give him to eat. That's what I'm calling you for. Day six, still didn't eat. And, you know, I was... They were worried. It was after surgery. As a young kid, we don't have as much necessary, necessarily energy reserve built up as some other people do. They need it all. But then, now this isn't the big old bowls. These are like you know, medium-sized bowls or so. But at that point, two-year-old Nick got out them damn Cheerios. I got out the Cheerios. Had milk poured in. And I just you know, it's probably you know. A small bowl that's the size of like, I don't know, two cups or something like that. Nothing crazy big. But I, you know, I down those Cheerios, down that milk. Then I had another. And another. And another. And another. Until I had seven bowls of Cheerios that morning. So my seven day fast was made up very, very quickly. Very quickly. That's where my appetite started. So, while in my past history, I used to go eating seven bowls of Cheerios and spread over seven days and chowing down. Now it's all about having a huge appetite, but having that appetite consistently. So my appetite for food does fuel my appetite for life. It keeps me going strong. Sometimes it's a good reminder I need a little more rest and digest in my life. 
because of all the things I'm filling myself with, filling my plate up with. But that's okay. That's something I'll gladly accept and embrace. Alright, y'all. That's a little bit about me, kind of where I come from, some of my nutrition background, my transformations, my hunger, my appetite for life. Alright, y'all. Simply, not easy.